Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who, for the sake of the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. The word of God. Please be seated. What a great passage to consider as we are here celebrating our 100th year anniversary. A cloud of witnesses that are local to La Sierra University Church who has walked beside this congregation and this community. I want to take a quick moment and let's just give a big round of applause to our former pastors who have blessed us with their leadership. Thank you. Thank you. It was phenomenal to see each of you. And as I read some of the history, it became more meaningful to me because this is not my home. I didn't grow up in this church. I didn't get to, to actually experience the last 20, 30, 40 years of my life here. And so as I read it, it became more meaningful to see some of these faces, those of you who've been a part of this church. I think we have uh, at least one individual here who was here when this church first opened. Arden, uh, Arden are you here? Were you here when this church first opened? Let's give that a round of applause. Wow. It's a long time ago. You look good. <laughs> I believe the writer of Hebrews is pointing out that due to there being a major history of individuals who have lived through their contextual struggles because of that, we too can lean into our story full of challenges, mistakes, and failures to see that God is doing something here in this community and is willing to press us into the next season of another century, or at least until Jesus comes back. So here we are listening to Hebrew in the chapter just before that, the, the chapter that, that pushes that forward. He mentions all these individuals, Moses, Abraham, Enoch. He starts it off with Abel and talks about Abel's story, about how Abel followed in the faith. And, and then uh, the writer puts this as a portion, the ending portion of Abel's faith story. He died, but through his faith, he still speaks. His life ended, and yet through his faith, uh, he still speaks. And I think about our community. Are we living a life of faith that continues to speak long past us? Are we able to allow the ripples of positive and good and faithful community building and living so that when our children and our grandchildren come, they can say, wow, something special has already begun here. And so the story of this, this people, it reminds those who are listening to the Hebrew writer, that they too, in their present moment, can press forward, though they are not a great amount, though they're not large in number, that they too have the ability to be emboldened to move forward in faith. So 
as we talk about what it means to um, listen to the story of those who come before us and how they are able to move from that place to a place where they, where they overcome, where they begin to live and thrive, then to those people who are listening to this text can say, wow, we too can do amazing and wonderful and beautiful things. This is our history, 1844, a group of, uh, called the Millerite Movement awaits for Jesus to come. And Jesus does not come October 22, 1844. Hence, why we always call this Sabbath the Great Disappointment Sabbath. The whole of our church, hospitals, schools, churches, administration, conferences, unions, us, the whole of us was birthed from the rich soil of a mistake. We are here. Not because we were thriving in the beginning, but because there was a mistake. The first 20 years of last year University Church, there was no pastor. Oh, beautiful. Leave it there for a second. There was no pastor. This is why when you look at this picture, it starts with 1940. There was no pastor from 1922 up to that point. 20 years. Merlin, you owe us 20 years of an FTE. No? That not work? Okay. I thought we were going to retrospect that. I guess not. 20 years, this congregation continued to manifest the kingdom of God without a pastor. They had a gentleman here who was a Bible teacher, um, who was a pastor, who was a farmer, supervisor, and who also taught business classes. And he was their pastor. Wow, he had four full-time jobs. But the church continued to flourish. In the 1950s, we, we see in some of the notes there that there was an argument. Should we have two services? Should we have this kind of service and that kind of service? Wow, we've been talking and dialoguing about this for a long time. And some people may say, I'm so sick of this conversation, Pastor. But for me, I think it's beautiful. That means while we have been struggling to figure out what to do, we've decided to stick together. Because that's what community does. Through our history, through our challenges, through our failures, we continue to manifest a kingdom living that happens together. Look at this beautiful staff of pastors. This pastoral staff would have been very upset at Kevin for not letting him have glasses. <laughs> but they wouldn't have been able to find him because they wouldn't have their glasses. <laughs> Look at this staff. Each one lending to the formation of this community. Each one pressing and pushing the first three, working diligently so that this building could exist. The fourth one, only pastor for a year before he had to switch his role to become the president of the school. Bringing in the fifth one, who then stayed here for quite some time. And then we all know Dr. Morris Benden, that's a very, very familiar name. Each one lending to each other. Each one building on each other's brokenness and challenges and mistakes, having to face the abstract uh, uh, chiasm between them, the way they lead, and their theology with the one before them, and then having to try to mend that with the one that comes after them. Look at the very end, the last picture here. There's one pastor on there that's very different from the others. You notice that? Yeah. 
You notice it, right? Very different, right? Yeah, Pastor Chris Oberg. I mean, obviously she's not wearing a tie. Very different. Very different from the others. And yeah, female. And I was looking at this board. I said, man, I guess this means I need to put a picture in there. That's why I said, what picture am I going to put up there? And I just remembered I had one from last week. You guys have that picture? So I think this is... <laughs> this is what's going in. <laughs> Church, we failed. <laughs> I'm sorry. You guys are going downhill. I'm here now. It's so bad. My bad. The next hundred is going to be rough. <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm honest, Elder Heppenstall and I are probably not a lot alike. Our hairstyles are different. <laughs> Melanin's a little bit different. He was a systematic theologian who taught here. And we have different views on stuff. And yet, because of what he did, I have the privilege of being here and a part of your church family, our church family, to lead into the next 100. He and I didn't have to be alike. We just both had to keep our eyes on Jesus. You see, Hebrews says this, for where there's a cloud of witnesses, and the importance of that cloud of witnesses is that they witness to the miraculous things that God is doing in that moment to remind us that God is still doing miraculous things in this moment. And so the crowd of witnesses that come along with our history are roaring and are momentous and are loud and they're leaning in. And because of that, it should embolden all of us to pull together and do some mighty things. Yes, we've always had failure. Yes, we've always made mistakes. Yes, we've had confrontational issues. That's a part of a community. If, you don't, if you're not part of, of, of a place where we will disagree, the other person's not alive. When we are living... We will have different perspectives, as Kevin was saying. It's the glorious music that comes from them because of their differences, their diversity. And as it pulls together, something wonderful happens. And so there's this cloud of, uh, of witnesses around that are, that are cheering this moment on that says, let's push into the next 100 years. But the beautiful part of this passage is that we are not to keep our eyes on the witnesses. You see, we can recognize them and feel them and feel the press that they have on us to push forward, but our eyes are never to be on Enoch or on Moses or on Abraham. Our eyes, according to the text, was always supposed to be on Jesus. And where Jesus leads us, we must be courageous and bold to go. In the next 100 years, I don't want us to, to stumble and to stop and to hesitate because we're afraid to make mistakes. I want us to follow the brilliant, mighty, and powerful God to lead us into deep waters. I want him to challenge us. I want us to think and vision and dream and see what God can do because we know that God had been leading in our past. So as we celebrate 100, I apologize for the way your pastor looks. <laughs> and also, I want us to hear the powerful roars and ripples of those who came before us 
who built spaces for solace and care and goodness, who said that God could do mighty things and then they followed through with commitment and then who allows that to linger into our spirit so that we can hear God say, still today, I am moving in the community of La Sierra University Church families. I want to invite you into the next 100 years with excitement, with vision, with dreams. Let's push like we've never pushed before. Yep, we're not going to agree on things. That's okay. Yes, we're not always going to get it right. Yes, there will be mistakes. There will be failures. But you know, mistakes and failures is not the problem. The problem is when we allow our mistakes and failures to keep us from pressing forward. Mistakes and failures is a byproduct of us growing and learning and trying. And trust me, in the, you know, in the next few years, I'm going to be asking us to try stuff. And you're going to be like, that's weird, Pastor. Or, Pastor, we tried that already. Or, we don't, we don't, we don't know if that's our, our identity, right? And, and we're going to try things. And, and we're going to fail. We're going to fail a lot. I fail, I, I fail often. That's, I know that's how I know we're going to fail a lot. But we're going to lean into God and see where God wants us. And if he presses us forward, I say together, church, let's move. Let's go. Are you with me? Are you with me? Let's go. So with our cloud of witnesses, let us press on towards the goal. Celebrating those who came before keeping our eyes on Jesus.